Love Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Petty as Hell. I'm Becky with the Good Hair, aka BGH, and thank you for tuning in. I know it's been a while. We've been busy, and my little co-host Sharkeisha is not with me today. She's on a little vacation with her husband. You know, she's getting some good quality time in, and she'll be back at the end of the month. But I'm here to talk about something that I've been wanting to talk about for a really, really long time now, and I didn't get a chance to. But I got two words for y'all, Shea Moisture. So, for everybody who is not familiar with what's been going on, Shea Moisture put out a ad, it's a video ad. They are targeting Caucasian women to use their products, and apparently there's been a lot of backlash by the black community, more specifically black women. And y'all know if there's any demographic y'all don't want to piss off, it is black women. So Shea Moisture caught the backlash. They apologized. You know, they put up a little apology on their Facebook page. And that wasn't good enough. Because <laughs> all the angry black women, they went in. Like, I don't know if y'all been on the Shea Moisture Facebook page. And if y'all happen to scroll up to the apology that they put up there, there's Lots of comments by angry black women, still angry. So what was so controversial about the ad? Black women are mad because the ad did not feature any dark-skinned women with no natural hair. There was a light-skinned girl with curly hair. There was two white women, one with blonde hair and one with red hair. I guess you call them gingers or whatever. So the white women were talking about their hair struggles. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I can't say that with a straight face because it's not common that white men talk about hair struggles because basically everything is for y'all. So, but they were talking about their hair struggles, and you know they found shame moisture, and now all of a sudden their struggle is saved and they're good to go and everything. So they were cool with it, but not cool with the black women. So I saw the ad. And you know, me being me, I'm like super petty. Like, I laugh because I thought it was funny. I wasn't offended. And maybe because, like, I am a mixed female, I don't know. But because the first black girl they had up there, you know, she was light skinned, like little curly hair, whatever. So, you know, I guess they felt that that was enough representation. And at the end of the ad, you know, they had um, a whole square of women in there. And there was a little black girl in there. You know, she was kind of sprinkled in in there, you know. She was sprinkled in, just like in the tiny little squares at the end. So there was black women in there, just not during the main part of the ad. So, and what makes me mad about it is I use Shea Moisture. And now I feel like I should be boycotting their products like with everybody else doing. But this is just my personal opinion on it. Like, first of all, I still have their products and I'm not going to throw them away because they're expensive and I can't afford to keep buying products because what y'all don't understand is like, yeah, I'm not 100% African-American, but being a mixed female, I have hair struggles too because a lot of products that are marketed for the ethnic crowd don't really help with my hair. They will either leave it super, super greasy or super dry. 
So when I found Shea Moisture products, I was happy. I'm satisfied with their products, you know. It makes everything look nice and neat. No frizz, you know, not dry, not greasy, not none of that. So it was good. So the question I had to ask myself after seeing, actually a couple of my friends too, they were mad about it. So I had to ask myself, do I continue to use Shea Moisture or do I just boycott it and throw all my stuff away? Well, I'm letting y'all know I'm not throwing my stuff away. I'm going to give it away if I choose to go that route. But I am going to keep it for now because Shea Moisture, I think their issue was they didn't really expect the backlash of it because with my career field, I'm into public relations and all that stuff. So I can understand where they were trying to go with this. They were trying to, I guess, market towards the Caucasian women. And I get that. I understand that. But black women are mad because they feel completely left out. Like, they were your base. They were there when you were nothing. They were there when you started from the bottom, and now you're here, and now you left them, and now they're mad. And I understand. Like, and when I watched the ad, I didn't take it as a hit towards black women. I didn't feel like Shea Moisture was, you know, putting down black women or completely ignoring them. Whoever thought of that commercial, from a PR standpoint, you have a specific audience that you want to cater to when it comes to your product. So their audience was white women. So they put white women in their commercials because now they're trying to get the white woman's money. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. But you got to understand, like, black women... We are a powerful force, so we will take stuff and run with it. So if we mad about something, you're going to hear it, your mama going to hear it, your grandma, your daddy, your aunt, your uncle, your grandma, everybody. We will let our voice be heard. And Shane Moisture heard it, and they apologized, but and they said, you know, they'll try in the future, and... Women, I know how women are, so I've done, I've been guilty of this too. When my husband apologizes for something, I'll be like, yeah, you just going to do it again. I know you are. You don't mean it, you know, because, you know, we have our petty sides or whatever. So that's how a lot of women took the apology. They didn't want to hear the apology. They weren't trying to hear it. They just knew that, you know, they were mad and that they didn't want to hear nothing and that they're just completely done with shame moisture. So... To shame moisture, just to let y'all know, remember who your products are for, and remember that the last thing y'all want to do is piss off black women, because you will feel it, and your pockets are going to feel it, because me personally, I don't know a lot of non-minorities who don't use or who use Shea Moisture or other ethnic products. Like, all the ethnic products that I know are used by people who are minorities, and not just black women. I'm talking about Hispanic women, Asian women, Indian women, all of that stuff. So my message to Shea Moisture, if y'all hear me, if y'all happen to hear this little broadcast, just to let y'all know, y'all messed up, but... Becky forgives you.
because Becky can't afford to throw your products out right now because that costs a lot. So I'm about to use the rest of it until it's gone. And that's the other thing. So my dilemma is if I can don't continue to use Shea Moisture, what do I use? Because I've used a different array of products. And for those of y'all who don't use ethnic products, I'm going to let y'all know, they are expensive. They are pricey. They will dig into your pocket. And I've tried so many different stuff, and it just got to a point where I was just using, like, Wild Shampoo or Canteen Pro-V or something like that, because I'm like, I can't keep paying upwards between... 15 to 20 dollars just for a bottle of shampoo and then you know of course I got to buy the conditioner so I'm paying a lot for these products and I try different products and they don't work and when they don't work I don't throw them away I always give them away because that's a lot of money to be thrown away and someone could benefit from that so my issue is do I continue with Shea Moisture or do I try to find something else so Becky's answer right now is I'm going to just keep on riding with Shea Moisture as of now until I find something else or I hear about something else. And the place that I'm in right now, they it's better, it's cheaper to buy Shea Moisture. So I'm just like, I'm going to keep rolling with it. So I know that's the unpopular opinion among minority women, but I'm going to keep rolling with them. So I can't be angry about that. I mean, I from a PR standpoint... I know what they were trying to do, but it didn't work. I think y'all should have had someone look at that ad and just be like, you know, I don't think this is going to work. First of all, there ain't no black women up here. Or, excuse me, there is no dark-colored women up here. And that's the thing. It's just like, do you really feel that Shea Moisture does not represent black women because they have a light-skinned girl up there or a mixed girl up there? and not a full-bred, aphrodisiac, eccentric girl with her afro and, you know, her Black Panther t-shirt and all that stuff. Because that reminds me of that movie, um, I think it was School Days, where Lawrence Fishburne's character on the college, he dated the blackest girl on college just so he could prove he was down. And, you know, I don't think that's the message that we want to put across either. I think we should just celebrate, you know, like all different skin tones, all different hair types are beautiful. But Shea Moisture needs to understand that, like, black women are mad because they feel like y'all left them. So y'all can celebrate every single skin tone, hairstyle, hair type, hair color, whatever. But just don't forget about them because they were there when y'all had nothing. Just like a black woman. They were there when y'all had nothing, and now when y'all get some money, y'all want to move on to the white woman. Ain't that what y'all say? Yeah, because it's true. Don't even try to deny it. So, stay moisture. I've been meaning to talk about that, man. <laughs> so, I thought it was funny. You know, just me being me, me being petty. But there's another topic that I wanted to cover. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she mentioned that, you know, she does like women. And I'm like, that's cool, whatever, you know, I don't discriminate, I don't hate, love is love. But she said that when she gets married, she wants to have a husband and a wife. And I thought about that for a second. And, you know, I think when people hear something like that, their immediate thought is, 
what's wrong with them? That's bigotry or whatever it is. You know, that goes against the Bible and blah, 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 blah. But then, from my point of view, I'm like, dang, that's a good idea. Because I love my husband. I do. We've been married for almost six years. But he is a typical man and does not help out when I need him to help out. Even with last night, we came home. We come home at the same time. I took chicken out to thaw it, cooked the chicken, you know, made his plate, made the plate for our son, made plate for myself, cleaned up afterwards, and then got the baby ready for bed, got, you know, put him in his bath and everything, and then I got my clothes ready for the next day, you know, I cleaned up the house and everything like that. And what does my husband do? He is playing his Nintendo Switch the whole time. So having a wife benefits him. Being a wife does not benefit me. So when my friend told me that, I was like, man, that's a good idea. I should have had a wife. And I am a very straight woman, but the purpose of me having a wife is so I can have someone to cook and clean and do all the stuff I don't want to do. Make my life easier. And I mentioned this to my husband, and he was like, well, she needs to get a job if you want to do that. And I was like, what's the point then? Like, because then we'll still have childcare issues. we got to pay for daycare and all this other stuff like that. So I'm like, if I get a wife, she's going to be staying at home and doing all the stuff I don't want to do. And I wouldn't treat her like a slave or anything like that. I would just make sure that she's taken care of, make sure she has some money to do whatever she wants, have clothes, have food, make sure she's happy, care about her feelings. Because that's what we women do. We care about our feelings. So, I tell my husband, yeah, I should have had a wife instead of you. And he just laughed it off. He's like, yeah, it'd be nice to have two wives. I'm like, yeah. So, she is strictly for the domestic stuff. The sex stuff, that ain't happening. Let y'all know that right now. Not down with no threesome or nothing like that. She is just there to cook and clean my house and do all the traditional wife duties that I, personally, don't want to do. So, my friend, she said, when she brought that up, she was just like, yeah, because, well, she likes women, so she would pretty much do everything with the wife and the husband. So, whoever she ends up marrying, whether it be a male or female, I don't want to give her name out there, but if you happen to meet somebody who says they want a wife and a husband, just to let y'all know, y'all will have the best of both worlds. So, moving on to another subject I want to talk about. Oh, good old work. So, I don't know about y'all, but my job is stressing me out. Of course, I can't give any details because I don't want to get fired because I got bills to pay. But I feel like a lot of employees, they just want to be appreciated. Like, they want to be appreciated for all their hard work. You know, they want, don't want to be worked like a dog, and they want to have family time. And I work with a lot of stupid people. And I feel like if you're in a manager position, you should at least manage. There's a lot of people who don't know how to do that. So, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know how y'all got that position. Like, y'all lied on your resumes. Y'all knew somebody, who knew somebody, who knew somebody. But it's just... I'm trying to think of how to say this without getting in trouble. 
Let me see how to do this. <sighs> okay, well, for my job, you know, PR in that crew, in that area, all that. A lot of people think that they can tell me how to do my job, and that they feel like they understand. Oh, your job is easy. All you do is this and this, and it gets old when I have so many people trying to interject their opinion on me and what I need to do and all and how I need to do it and all this stuff like that. It gets really, 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 really old. So I don't know if anybody else been having those types of problems, but it's just like, you know, it's just one of those times where you just got to go home and just like pour a bottle of wine and then just drink the whole bottle or something like that just so you don't go off on people. Or maybe just like take some time and like calm down, go to the car, cry, scream, do what you got to do, just not getting fired. Because I think people feel like when they're in a position of authority, they can pretty much talk to you how they want, however they want. And I thought about quitting several times, but the benefits and the pay is pretty good. So I need a job because I need to support my son because my husband will not let me just be a stay-at-home mom. And personally, I really don't want to be because I'm not set up to ask him for money. Like, I'm so used to doing what I want with my own money, going wherever I want, spending what I want to. So for him, for me, to go up to him and be like, hey, honey, can I have some money because I want to do this X, Y, and Z? I'm not set up to do that. So I need a job. So this radio thing is pretty much my relief. It'll help me out. Because I ain't got no friends. I'll be honest with y'all, I ain't got no friends over here. My only friend, she left me. That's Keisha. She's gone. So I ain't got nobody to talk to. I'm lonely. And we have another coworker, but, you know, he's just, he's a nice guy. He's young, and he doesn't really understand stuff going on, especially being a female in the workplace, especially being a minority female in the workplace. So he's empathetic, and he'll listen to me, but he will not understand, like, what it's actually like, especially if you have a child and you got to go to your appointments and all this other stuff and you got to let your boss know, and then you're looked at a scumbag because it seems like you're using your child and excuse to get out of work. So he won't understand. But moving on to him, he's a sweet guy, but I really feel bad for him because I was talking to him the other day, and he was telling me about his girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, great, you know, he has a girlfriend. You know, I love hearing about people's personal lives and everything. So he was telling me that his girlfriend's been putting on a little weight, and he didn't want to say anything about it. And he said... She calls him fat ass all the time, but if he turns around and says that to her, she'll get mad. And I was just like, yeah, don't do that. Like, that's not good. Don't do that. And then he was telling me she's pretty much a couch potato. She just sits around and watches movies and TV and eats. So that's how she gained her weight. And he's more of an active person. He likes to go hiking, snowboarding all that other stuff, anything with an ing on the end. So his conflict is she doesn't want to do all that. And he was like, yeah, I asked her, but, you know, she doesn't go. She doesn't want to go. And I'm like, well, if she don't go, if she don't want to go, you can't make her go. But then he was like, yeah, but when I go with my friends, she gets angry. 
And I had to take a step back because I'm not the type of person to interject in people's personal lives. But I was like, hmm, that's a red flag. But I didn't say anything. I let him keep going. So then he was just like, yeah, so she doesn't like me going out with my friends. And then she doesn't like me going out with my female friends. I was like, well, yeah, I can understand the female friends because that's just a no-go. Like if my husband told me he was going to go out with some female friends, that ain't going to happen. I'll be like, guess we going out because you and her, that's a no-go. That ain't happening. But my coworker, he was like, yeah, and I can understand that. Because I guess he's kind of like new to relationships or something. So I had to break a lot of stuff down to him. Because I'm no relationship guru. But being almost married six years, I've learned a lot about relationships. So I can kind of slide him some advice that I have. So he was telling me that, you know, she doesn't like him hanging out with his friends or hanging out with his female friends or want him doing nothing. He always has to come and see her. She never comes to see him. So while he told me all this, I'm like, mm. yeah. So my first thought was, you need to leave. You need to tell her that you're about to leave and that you're just going to go and you're going to find yourself a better woman. Then my second thought was, I should get her number so I can call her and let her know that she ain't right and she needs to exit your life and that she don't need to be around something like that. You don't need that negativity in your life. But, again, I'm not the type of person to interject myself in other people's situations and tell them what to do. One thing I hate is unsolicited advice. So, he didn't ask me for advice. He was just venting. So, I let him vent. But, I did let him know, like, hey, you know what? I know that it frustrates you, but she's going to have to understand. You just got to, she just got to let you be you. If you enjoy snowboarding and hiking and all these outdoor activities, she's just going to have to let you do it. If she don't want to go with you, she's just going to have to understand you're going to do it. And you're probably going to do it with people who want to do it as well. <sighs> so, I feel really bad for him. And it, but at least... Something within there kind of clicked, and he was just like, yeah, feel really good about it. So I was like, okay, good, good, good. But then he was talking about marrying her, and I'm like, oh, my God. Sweet. Again, I did not tell him not to, but I was just like, well, you just got to remember that that's what you want, and you don't have to settle. Like, just make sure you're really happy. But what I really wanted to say was, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Run. Run, boys. Run. Don't do it. But, you know, people are going to do what they want. Again, he was not asking me for advice. He was just venting. So I kind of, like, slid some pieces of advice in there. But I didn't tell him what to do with his whole relationship. So hopefully, he'll be all right. And can't wait for Sharkeisha to come back because I've been telling her about all this stuff. You know, try to be petty by yourself because you got to have someone else to be petty with because you can have, like, some stuff going on and it'll just be like, hey. But then when you tell somebody about it, it's even more funnier and then y'all can be petty together and it just, like, makes for a great bonding experience because it's petty time. Every time it's petty time. Every time it's pay time. Every time it's pay time. Every time it's pay time. I'm sorry. Got carried away. So, my husband, 
he is going to leave. He's going to leave to get our dog because we had to leave them with our in-laws. Oh, let me tell you about his sister, first of all. So, wherever we, we traveled to a new location, we had to leave the dog somewhere because we couldn't take the dog with us at the time. And out of all people, his sister was just like, I can watch the dog. And when he told me that, I was like, are you sure about that? Because I know how she is. She don't like dogs. She don't like children. She doesn't like any taking care of, like, living beings. And he was like, no, she says she's cool. Like, she'll watch it. And I was like, okay. So we dropped the dog off or whatever. You know, we moved to a new place, a new area, a new job, get settled in. And my husband was talking to his sister, and she was like, yeah, she's just wondering because, you know, well, let me backtrack when we got to our new location. A lot of stuff happened. Don't. It's just a lot of stuff, so it just made us not get our dog as soon as we thought we would like to. So his sister was just basically complaining that she had our dog longer than she anticipated. And she had her own dog. And I guess it was too much for her because she decided to get rid of her dog. And I feel bad because she has a boyfriend and, you know, Again, like I mentioned, she don't like children. She don't want children. If she ever got pregnant, she would get an abortion. She told us that. So her boyfriend was very upset because she didn't sit down with her boyfriend and discuss, like, hey, you know, taking care of two dogs is too much. I think we need to let ours go because we obviously can't get rid of my brother's dog. No, she didn't do that because communication is not her strong suit. So she let go of her own dog. So her boyfriend is upset. And when she was telling my husband this, she was like, oh, yeah, he'll get over it. I know he's upset, but he'll get over it. I'm like, who does that? Like, you just don't get rid of a dog. Like, if that's going to be your child because you don't want, like, a human child, and, you know, he wants a human child, but he can't get a human child, so he has to settle for a dog, and you take that away from him, he he better than me, man, because I, I, there would be some problems. She would be single. But he's still with her for some reason, one way or another. And then she's basically been threatening us, talking about she's going to be selling our dog, talking about, I guess you want us to get rid of, uh, I guess you want me to, like, put your dog up for adoption. And that's when I told my husband, I wish she would let her get rid of my dog before I get back and get her, see what kind of problems we're going to have. Because... Nobody asked you to take care of her in the first place. You did that on your own. So if you can't handle it, I don't see why you agree to do it because nobody asked you. So luckily our dog is still there. My husband is going to go get him tomorrow. But I'm just like, that's the unfortunate part. You know, you think you can count on, like, your family members or anything like that, but you can't because they're just as selfish. That's not even petty. That's just selfish because, like, because you feel that you just had enough, so you got to get rid of your dog, and then you're about to get rid of our dog. So my husband's about to get the dog, because what happened was she ended up boarding our dog. So we got to pay money out of our pocket for the boarding of the dog, because our dog's been in boarding for, like, almost a month, so we got to go get her. And his sister, she's cool with it, like, because she didn't want to watch him. Instead of, you know, helping out a family member, trying to save us some money, she decided to not do that. So it's just like, come on, man. Like, seriously, like, if you wanted someone helping you out, you would want to help someone out. So it's whatever. 
<laughs> whatever. And then my husband was like, yeah, you know, I need to ask her. I need to take the dog somewhere, but, you know, I don't want to ask her sister because I don't know if she'll say yes. And I'm just, like, shaking my head. But, you know, if you've been in a relationship for a while, you know not to talk about your significant others or spouse and family members. Because I learned not to talk about his family, especially his mom, because I can't do it. His mom's so extra, and she gets on my nerves. But I know I'm not allowed to talk about her. I'm not allowed to talk about his sister. I'll just be like, oh, yeah, honey, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, just to let y'all know, make sure you have good people to help you out. Do not have family members that agree to take or help you out and then backtrack on it because it's a terrible feeling. It really is, and it sucks. So, his sister, she's something else. His whole family's something else. I could do a show about that because that's just terrible. But, I'm getting ready to go out. I don't know what everybody's plans for the weekend are, but I'm about to leave my son with a babysitter go out, basically get lit, and go home and have sex with my husband because we don't have time to ourselves. And it's good. That's what married people do. Ain't nothing else. We're getting too old to just be going out all night and do all this extra stuff. So that's what my plans for the weekend are since he's leaving to go get the dog next week. So just want to take advantage of that penis while it's still there, while it's still with me. And... I know other married couples, they'll be like, oh, yeah, have a fun trip. No, I basically have to give him a brief and threaten him, like, don't do this. But thank you all for tuning in. I'm about to get out of here. Hope you all have a great weekend. I'm about to have a good weekend, Get take a nap, get some sleep or whatever. I appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to Petty as Hell. We'll be back soon.